Tune in to Radio Free Brooklyn every Thursday at 8 a.m. for a look in the kitchen. Uh, can you hear yourself? Oh, my God, I can. All yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's happening already. All right. Yes. I can see you. All right. This is No Suggestion, everybody. An improv comedy talk show. I'm Ralph Jean Pierre, your host. This week, my special, special guest is Christine Pinero. Am I saying your name right? Yes. Okay. And and the first thing that's going to happen, we got a lot I feel to talk about. <laughs> um, uh, I can't, well, okay. Yeah. So I have, so I've, I have specific things I want to get into. First, uh, Christine is going to very kindly explain why about two weeks ago, she saw me in the lobby of a show she was doing. <laughs> I came to see you. I came to see, I came to see the show, but I came specifically to see, I was specifically interested in Sounds Funny Radio. And she came and got her twin sister. You have a twin sister. What's her name? Her name is Jen. Wait, am I going to remember? It's Jennifer. Okay. <laughs> and then saw me in the lobby and then introduced me to her twin sister and then promptly forgot my name. <laughs> So sorry, I Which had a brain Ralph. fart. Yes, okay. We'll talk about it. Defend yourself. I want to deeply apologize because <laughs> I was. It hurt me because I'm like I've known you for years. Yeah, and I was like I felt I've I offended myself. <laughs> I was like, okay. you know, audience, when you have a brain fart and it's like you see the people that you love around you, but you just one day forget their name. No, anybody? No, no. And I saw you and I was like, I know this guy. I called you. I wanted to say Raul. So I wasn't, I was totally wrong, but not off. I'm like, I know it's not Raul. That's close. And I was so upset because my sister had just come back from London to New York. And Keep I was talking. I'll turn up this fan. Keep talking. And I was like, oh my God, hi. And I really wanted to introduce her to you. But then I forgot your name and I was honest about it because audience, you got to be honest. Okay. You got to be honest about forgetting. I don't care. You know what? I forgot your name. I'm so sorry. You mean a lot to me, and I feel horrible about it. Oh, that's very nice. Okay, yeah. hold on. Wait. So I. So there's even more things I want to talk about now. First <laughs> is um, um. Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get to all this because all this is very it's very because first of all, I had not even remembered this. I wouldn't have even remembered it if you hadn't brought it up. Fuck. <laughs> okay, audience, don't ever bring it up. <laughs> I would not have remembered it, but because you brought it up, it feels important. So now we're going to talk about it. <laughs> I deserve so, it. So um, I want to say, uh, okay, okay, first I want to talk about the beat. Uh, no, let me explain the format of the show, and then I'm going to go right back into this. Okay, here's the format of the show. It's very simple. We are going to talk about anything that comes up, such as when you forgot my name two weeks ago. We're going to talk about any anything that we want to talk about that comes up. We're going to talk about. And then at any point, it's basically a living room. At any point during the during the show, um, either of us can initiate an improv scene at any point. You can just start a scene. Okay. And that scene will last 30 seconds or three minutes or however long it will last. And then at any point, either of us can call a scene. And then we can just go back into talking about whatever we want to talk about. Hopefully that happens at least, hopefully that happens at least, oh crap, that happens at least four times during the show. Okay. If it happens more, that's fantastic. If we do more than four improv scenes during this hour, 
That's fantastic. That is fun. If we do less, I will personally feel like I'll feel worse than when you forgot my name. I'll feel bad. So if we do less than four scenes, (laughs) no bueno. If we do more than four scenes, that's good. If we do four, that's awesome. Okay. Uh, Okay. So that's okay. So I want to hear about always be honest. Is this a real like? Oh, my God. Talk about that. Is that Um, a real ethic in your life? How hard and fast are you holding on to that? Well, now I have to because of this. I'm taking a Meisner class. Wow. <laughs> Big shocker. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you do have to be truthful at all times. So now it's my model. Model. Mo- what? Model. 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 Motto. 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 Fada. Yep. Go Mata ahead. Fada. Yeah. Okay. Y- y'all know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so I think I am trying to live up to that. Mm. Is it possible to always be honest 24-7? I don't know. I'd like to meet them, the mm. person who is. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you lie to mm-hmm. to not hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. So do I uphold that all the time? I don't. I don't think I do. I try. Mm-hmm. Am I talking too loud? No. Okay. <laughs> and then when I forgot your name, I really wanted to be honest about it because I felt like it was so freaking obvious. Maybe it wasn't, but I really choked up. I was like, no, I know him, and I'm very upset, and I'm just going to own it. I I know your name. Laura (laughs) is Mm -hmm. who told me. On the name tag. Okay. It's on the name tag. It's it's Samantha, which I knew. I didn't even have to. I wasn't even looking at the name tag because I was looking in your eyes thinking, my God, Samantha, (laughs) that's a person that I remember and feel fond of feelings and thoughts about i hear that very often and i appreciate that especially coming from you you're my favorite don't look down at my chest the, don't look down at my oh, chest Keep li- your, my eyes are up here oh i can't help it you are one of the sexiest <laughs> customers to ever come into the shop I all just, right i can't okay it was that bad i'm trying to be honest please be honest with me Am I one of the sexiest customers in this shop? Yeah. Why are you afraid of your chest hair? Like, own it, you know? I I feel, I, I, I just feel, I feel self-conscious about it. I let it hang out. It's an overcompensation because I feel self-conscious about the amount of chest hair. I'm a hairy man. And I come in here every week and I want to impress you. I want to be liked. I want to be appreciated in the store. Uh because this is a community in this mall. We're all a community. Yeah. I work over here at the Pack Sun. You work here at the perfume shop. Mm-hmm. And we're I'm trying to foster community. Um, and you do that very well, which is why you are the customer of the month. We don't have employee of the month, we have customer of the month. Um, and colleague of the month. I, I mean, I know you're in Pack Sun. I'm over there in Pack Sun, and I'm the one people make fun of me because I wear perfume and not cologne, but I think the perfume smells better. It, you know why? Because it 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 goes with your pheromones. Your pheromones plus the um oils of the iris flower along mm-hmm. with sandalwood. Complete perfect notes for your pheromones. It's time for me to be honest. You just you're always wearing this large this white hat. It's beautiful. I mean, it's just Thank you. It has frills and ways that I don't think I've ever really seen your eyes. And I, I think Oh, I don't show my eyes. I, I, I've been trying to entice you all the time. First, with wearing different Pac Sun outfits, 
and sometimes with this bouquet of my chest hair. I don't know what I don't I only use I only have the weapons at my disposal. I just <laughs> wanted Samantha. I just I'm I'm hoping one day to be able to see All right. Do you like playing peekaboo because <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I normally don't show my eyes to customers because eyes are the windows to the soul and I think the soul has to be earned. But you've earned it. I bought three hundred and nine dollars mm-hmm. worth of perf- perfume. Oh my God! You're wearing an eye patch. Yeah. Wow. Well, I did not expect that. Okay, the one eye you you I don't know if you have both eyes. I don't know what's going on under that. One's patch. a glass eye. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the 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 original native eye. It's very striking. It's a very striking Thank green. You. And, yes. the, and the and the and the patched eye. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um. I. This doesn't change things, does it? I would like to. I would like to take you to Subway for a, <gasps> for a sandwich. Oh, okay. Let me clock out. <laughs> See, <laughs> beautiful, fantastic. <laughs> I feel like these people really exist. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. That feels isn't that uh, isn't that like a TJ and Dave thing? Like the people are already there on the stage. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my God, I love them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay, so. In uh, I want I want to stay on this. So before this Meisner class that you're taking at the Terry Knickerbocker Studios, hell yeah, yes! Shout out to Terry. How long you have you been? Shout taking? out to John Gutierrez. Ew. Is that the That's teacher? That's my teacher. Yeah. Ah, uh, before shout out John Gutierrez. Before taking this class, John Maria Gutierrez. I just want to. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. You got to get <laughs> names correct on this. You got to <laughs> set a precedent. Um, before taking this class, what you you study theater? You said in college. Yeah, I have a theater degree. Um, and then after college, I performed at a all children's pantomime pantomime theater company where we perform British pantomime to underprivileged kids in New York. What? And yeah, one of the ways that we fundraised for the theater was we we performed short form improv at Don't Tell Mamas in uh, Midtown. And I got introduced to improvisation for real, for real at the pit when we took lessons by Scott Eckert and Nate Starkey. And mm-hmm. that kind of just like brought me into the whole scene. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow, that's so fascinating. So, so this, and this was around like 2010, you told me. Um, the, yes, the, the, yes, 2010 is when I stepped into the doors of the pit. But prior to that, I was, so I I studied theater for four years and then I got hired to perform theater. And in between those times where I was trying to figure out like my career and stuff, I would take like a Meisner workshop at Michael Howard Studios, for example. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Julie Garfield was my Meisner teacher. Um, and that wasn't an intensive. It was just like a workshop for maybe a week or two. Um, and then, oh gosh. I also t- took classes at Stella Adler. So it's like I would take these workshops to kind of tune up. And so, but not fully commit, commit. And so recently I'm in this Meisner class because I had a theater job last summer mm-hmm. and I didn't, and which was awesome. And I loved it. But I didn't really believe my performance. Like I didn't feel good about my work. Mm. So I thought, I think I need to tune up and I need to get back in the classroom. And I really want to get my ass kicked. Like I want someone to tear me apart. No, not tear me apart. Mm-hmm. But I really want to get really tough, hard notes so I can just be a better actor. Because I felt fake. Mm. I mean, so, okay. This is, 
how do I get into this? I feel like <laughs> the other. All right, this is the game I want to play now. We're 12 minutes in. It's early, but I'm going to do this. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to describe first what I think our relationship up until now is. Okay. Okay. From my point of view. And then you tell me. For me, I feel like I've seen you around for like at least, you say 2010. So yeah, like at least 10 years. And you've always been like one of my favorite improvisers that I've seen. And I've always felt without knowing it, like, whoa, this lady is an actor and like, <gasps> like serious about what you're doing without losing any of your just like, uh, grace and like, and like jollity. Is that a word? Just, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I've always felt that you really were like trying to like do good acting and be very funny. Thank you. Um, but I, and this is not just the case with you. I think this is the case with me and a lot of people. I think there's always been like some chasm where I've always admired you from afar, but we never really ran in the same circles or were like, you know, became good friends, even though I think I'm a pit baby. I was always at the pit. And uh, so that, that in my, and I think we always were kind of like, yeah, I see you. I see, but we never quite shook hands and became friends. I know why. That's true. I think that's accurate because I would see you from afar and I'm like, that is such a talent. This this person's very quiet. I'm curious about them. Where did they come from? <laughs> um, very funny. You're like distinguished in my opinion. <laughs> I saw you, I think, early on doing like jams and then I've seen you later and been like blown away and by your performances and we sh- we have like the same circle of friends. Pro- like probably. Rich Templeton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich, <laughs> I think, is the center of a lot of circles. <laughs> he is. A beautiful he? man. Yeah. 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 Probably. Okay. So, yeah. So, okay. So, I feel like we have the same sort of uh, vision of what our sort of kind of friendship is. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I think. Yeah. And, and and that's not, not just with you. I think that's me being very. I'm ve- I can be very. That's why I have this podcast. Just so I can <laughs> talk to people. Uh, just like so I can talk to people. You quiet. So, and also, I was, I think maybe this is just my perspective quiet, maybe a little nervous. So, I wasn't sure if I'm like, not sure if you're I'm like, should I approach? Should I not approach? <laughs> yeah. I'm I love just going to wait from here. Yes. <laughs> I think I'm not very nervous. Okay. Introverted. And I, yeah. Maybe introverted. I'm not very nervous. I, you know, like you, I'm a performer. I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. and I think I'm decent at talking to people. I'm not. I don't really get nervous, but I do. Maybe I was nervous to talk to you, and maybe, maybe. that's why I never approached. And maybe it's a mutual, like <gasps> so much mutual respect that it was like <laughs> that. Is, that that does feel like oh, so this is the game I want to play. <laughs> I want to give, and this is of course is a is a is an artificial limit, but I want to give us each. Three questions that you've always had about the other person to ask. Okay. 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 All right. How do we how do we decide who goes first? I want to flip a coin. Uh, unless unless you want to volunteer. How do we do it? You go. You you go first. Pick a number between. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> this is what? good. This. Okay. Pick a number between one and a hundred. Ninety nine. Okay. It doesn't matter. You go first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh no! This is personal. Yeah. None of my business. Are you still dating Anya? Uh, ah! Wow. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. That's that's not uh 
It's there. There's so it's so deeply ironic for so many reasons that I can't I can't explain. Ani and I are no longer dating. We we split up about a year ago. It's still I'm sorry. It's okay. It's it's still very okay. painful. Uh, I think we're still uh, friends, if I can call it that. But we split up earlier this year. That's that's fascinating. That's the first question. That's so okay. Go ahead. All right, no, you asked, so I'll ask. Okay, my first question is, uh, this is a this is an obvious question, but I have a guess. Are you a New Yorker? Are you born and raised in New Yorker? Okay. Yes. Yes. What part of New York? The Bronx. Wow. Yeah. Puyuka, puyuka. No, I'm wow. kidding. We don't do that. We don't make that noise. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> seem right. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's my first. Go ahead. Number two for you. Um. What are your in, um, either movie or comedic influences or who are? Movies or comedic. Okay. The reason this has come up many times on this podcast. The reason it's not my favorite movie. Um, these are not my none of these are my favorite movie, but these are the three most important movies in my life. These are like the most formative. The 1989 Batman. Yes, Michael Keaton. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Hook. Yes. Yeah. Hook. Uh, Robin Williams is my favorite actor. Probably not kind of a comedic influence, but more like actor influence. Um, And just heart, soul influence. Um, And then number three. There's a fourth, actually. Number three would be Purple Rain. Oh, (laughs) I got like a two-part question. Like, and why? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, and then, um, rain. Can we, purple rain. Please get it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the fourth one is very recent is, uh, won't you be my neighbor? Oh, oh, with Tom Hanks as, uh, no, that no, was, Mr. Rogers? that was, no. that was, that was, it's a beautiful day. In this, I don't know. That was like, oh, a, shoot. that was like a, uh, a biopic. The once you be my neighbor was a documentary. Oh. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's mine. Okay, that's my. I'm on my second question or third. This is my second question. Mm-hmm. Same, same question. Comedic influences and favorite movies. I guess I didn't do comedic, but movies fine. Comedic oh. or movies? Okay. So when I was a kid, I was introduced to Buster Keaton, and Charlie Chaplin, Cara Burnett, The Little Rascals. Wow. Lucille Ball by my mom. So they are huge influences to me in comedy. And John Ritter from Three's Company. Wow. I know. It's very eclectic. I mean, you have a very 70s <laughs> vibe to you as well, which is, wow, that's so interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. It's funny. Yeah. Um. So Buster Keaton, because I like comedy that can make me laugh and cry. And I got that with Buster Keaton playing the every person in his comedy and Charlie Chaplin and the Kid. Mm. Something that can be any type of art that is so poignant that it makes you laugh or cry really, really gets me. I think that's the type of performance and comedy that I want to do. I very, that resonates with me very so it much. Just touches yeah. all of the uh, centers of emotionality, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. And then um, movies. Oh my God, where do I begin? Well, I love Amelie, the French film. Wow, yeah, is one of my favorites. I'm very in- so illuminating. Yeah. <laughs> um, because when I watched it, it was visually stunning and the colors and the music. And also it really tugged. It made me really like long for love. 
And also it's about a woman who just was taking care of so many other people and not really taking care of herself. And mm. I can really relate to that. Mm. But I saw this movie when I was 17, so I didn't really have that awareness then. But in retrospect, I think about that a lot. And um, I love classic film like The Women, George Cukor, Norma Shear, um, Shop Around the Corner. Mm-hmm. Which is oh the, yeah the Jimmy Stewart yeah uh, oh, he's got mail yeah rush on Jimmy Stewart let me tell you uh, yeah um yeah and I also love musicals and 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 su- action suspense films like Indiana Jones uh the Fugitive <laughs> I can't believe I mentioned the Fugitive. I was just talking to a friend <laughs> my buddy Will Clark who's a great wonderful clown I was just talking to him about Harrison Ford. And I want to tell, and I, we're going to go back to this game, but I want to tell you my theory about Harrison Ford mm. because Will said he doesn't think that Harrison Ford is a good actor. And I disagreed with him. And I, this is very roundabout, but I wonder what you feel about this. Okay. Um, he said that he loves Harrison Ford, but he didn't think he's classically like a good actor, like, like a, like a Kate Blanchett or somebody. Right. But this is what I said to him. I said, I think, uh, you're wrong. I think that Harrison Ford is an actor who's like, what he cares about is story and telling the story. He's not trying to emote so much. He's like, kind of in the same school as who's the other person who's thinking? He was, uh, uh, who's the guy who's Superman's villain? Uh, uh, Gene Hackman? No, 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 not Gene Hackman. <laughs> Although he might be in this school too, but no, the guy who's in, uh, he's in Boardwalk Empire. Uh, Steve Buscemi? No, not Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh, the other one. Ma- Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Okay, Michael Shannon's in the school, and I would say Michael Keanu Re- Shannon is stunning. He, I think he's a, I think he's a little better than you know. Why am I whispering? I think he is better than Harrison Ford, but mm. I do not believe that Harrison's a bad actor. And I will go into it in a minute. Continue, boom. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so what I was gonna say is, I think he's somebody who cares about telling the story more than emoting. And I said, what's interesting about Harrison Ford? Because he's in all these cl- very classical kind of classic adventure movies that are like a very straightforward story. They're not like um Taxi Driver or something. But, but I think the reason he works for that is because I remember hearing uh, an interview with I'm going this is roundabout, but I want to know your theory on this. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he Bob Odenkirk said on Mr. Show with Bob and David. Uh, David Cross is the star of that show. And he says, I wasn't really suited for that. Like, I'm funny enough, but I'm not really suited for this because if you look at David Cross, he has a very simple, he's fun, he's sharp, he has a very simple, and Bob Odenkirk goes, I have a very complicated energy. That ener- This energy is not good for just simple sketch comedy with very one-dimensional characters. Like, that's why I thrive on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul because I have a complicated energy. And I think that is what works with Harrison Ford is that he's doing a very simple adventure story, outrunning a boulder, you know, flying a spaceship. <laughs> but when you look at him, you're like, does this guy have a drinking problem? What's going on with this guy? Like, there's a lot going <laughs> he's on. He's brooding. In him. He always he, broods. He's got, he's a very brooding person, but he's doing these very simple stories of like just straightforward. Yeah. Well, he's cast as like a type. He's a type. And mm. so he always, you know, naturally will always play that. Mm. I don't. See, this begs the question, is he versatile? Mm. I And I don't know for sure. There was a movie he did. I'm forgetting the name of it. Was it with Annette Benning? I forget. Oh, my God. I'm messing this oh, up. Oh, uh, 40 Days, 40 Nights or something no, like that? No, 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 no. It's something Charlie or something. Oh, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. It's not. I felt like watching 
that regarding Henry. Regarding Henry, I've never seen it. But where I did I get Charlie from? That's close. Oh my! That's God. where I got. That's how you got me. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Um, regarding Henry, was like I. I was like, huh. I think he's doing something a little different, and I really like that. But I don't. He's a good actor. He's yeah. not bad because you know what makes him good. Mm. He. He's so believable. He commits to the emotion. The emotion, and. Like, I, I feel like when I'm watching him, I, I'm in it. Like, I believe everything he's telling me, he's showing me. So Peter, I don't you're a janitor, bad. but I don't I don't believe you as a janitor. <laughs> I don't believe you. What are you talking about? Look, don't you see I'm wearing a full body suit, whatever we... I'm wearing janitor uniform, okay? I have a mop, a broom, a dustpan on my purse, and I've got a belt full of keys, all right? Yeah, but you got a duvet, and you got all these lamps and fans and... I have good taste. I'm fancy. Yeah, but this is too, this is too much, and you're you got a wide leg on your on your on your uh, on your janitor pants. I love seventies uh, fashion. What can I tell you? You know, so, I, I, you don't believe I'm a janitor because my outfit doesn't look dirty. I don't look dirty. Yeah, you don't look dirty. I'm like, what do you? The, the school is very clean, and my hands are manicured. You know. I, glossy nails. I yeah, that's and every day at the end of the school day, you go out inside and you do a big jump in the air like Mary Tyler Moore. I don't, the, I don't believe you because I love my job, and also I never judge you and say you don't look like a fifth grade math teacher. I mean, I'm wearing a short sleeve button down t shirt and a tie. I have a small mustache. I look like a George Flanders. Yeah, I mean, what what else do you want? I am a math teacher, but you. You're not a J. You have this beautiful Jaguar that you drive yes, to I'm and like fro. Versace. Like, 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 um, what's his name? He, okay, bear with me. I should know this. Liberace of janitors. I'm the Liberace of janitors. Uh, that's apt, but I just don't know that that's what a janitor. Well, I won the lottery handyman. a year ago. Remember? <laughs> I really want to, I really want to, again, I implore you to. You're a wonderful janitor, Terry, but you should quit this job. I can't. I just. I love the smells of Lysol and Fabuloso, and the screams of children running down the hall. And I just love school. You know, I just can never leave. It's charming, but it's disconcerting the way you whip your hair out of your face when you say Fabuloso. This is not. These are not the mannerisms of, of a, a janitor. Of a janitor. Well, that's a little um, limited, don't you think? I like, just I called you into this office to tell you I just think there's more for you out there. I've heard you playing the piano in the basement, mm-hmm. and and you have a a tremendous, beautiful singing voice that is somehow more of a baritone than anybody would have thought. Thank you. And <laughs> I just I I can't in good conscience keep you as a janitor of this. Of this middle school slash high school. I, w- I think there's more for you out there. And you know you're right. There is. And so what if there is? What's wrong with me wanting to stay with what I know? Look at the way you're turning your pinky ring. We're just so anxious. Because I don't want to leave. I want to stay. And, and I could do both. I, I could clean here and, and, and clean up the, the throw up. And, and I could also have my music career outside of here, which, by the way, I did get a manager. <laughs> okay. One of the parents is a mute. Can you believe this? Atlantic Records. How much money have you saved working as a janitor at the school for the last 26 years? Before I won the lottery? Yeah. $50,000. And then you won the lottery for how much? $3.5 million. 
I want I want you to know that I've been down to your little office down there and I've seen the blueprint plans for the cabaret bar that you have all lining the walls. Yeah, it is. Isn't it beautiful? Terry. Yeah. Don't. All right, I'm going to give you a two-week extension. Then I'm firing you. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> wow. I want to sing for my life. <laughs> okay. All right. We I think we both each have a question left. Is that oh, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. We make it a good one. How do we How do we think, but also not have dead air? Uh, I had I had one I had one and I can't uh, I got one okay go ahead what brings you joy Woo! what brings me joy um I think those answers I mean I kind of want to give you another question because the, I mean we're both what I like to call lifers Right. We're both probably going to do improv for the rest of our lives. Right. Um, or some kind of comedy. So laughing and playing definitely gives me joy. Big time. Um, music. Can I make music as well? I love music. Dancing. Gives me a lot of joy. Um, uh, people. Women. I, I, I do. I love the ladies. Um, uh <laughs> Um, art, art, and playing, I think, and then, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's that. I don't think my answer is that. Oh, can I rephrase my question? Like, please. what? When you what it? Uh, uh, da, da, da. <clears throat> what is? Do you have a morning routine, or what would you describe as like your perfect day? What would that day entail? I have no routines. I have nothing in my life has ever been routine. I don't ever sleep at the same time. <clears throat> I always have different jobs. I always have different. Last few years, I've had the same. Last 10 years, I've had the same jobs, but they always move around. Um, I don't How have. Does that mean they move around? Like they change locations? Like or? before three years ago, I hosted karaoke for a living. And then, but that was always Fun. different spots and different oh, things. Oh, got it. And then now I teach. You know, I teach different classes every semester or something. And oh yeah, things. what do you what do you be teaching? Music, comedy. I teach comedy and acting. Yes. Um. And wait, what was the other one? So what? Okay, and describe what we, your perfect day. Like you get up in the morning. What happens? What's the afternoon like? How if you- if I was to list my perfect day, I would probably two to three things would happen. Four, maybe four things. Uh, one, I would already have a family. Uh, I would already have some kids. I'd have a wife. I would either be rehearsing a play or performing a play or rehearsing a movie or performing in a movie. <clears throat> and, and not or, but and, I would also be writing and or recording some music that day. All those things would happen on the same day. That is probably the perfect, that's what I'd want to do. That's my perfect yes. day. That's a great question. Okay. I had one. I, I don't want to rush it because I, oh, this is, um, I want to imagine, I want you as honestly as you can tell me <laughs> how 
mean or not mean were you at all in high school? <laughs> I was not mean in high school. I was like a goody two shoes. I played sports and I did theater. I was like in almost every club. I was in the Italian club instead of the Spanish club because I thought the Spanish girls were mean. And my Italian club uh, moderator was my Spanish teacher, actually. She's uh, Miss Perry. Loved her. I was in the library club. I played volleyball, softball. I did theater, a Moja Dare, student council. I, I spent a lot of time at school, but I was, this is how nice I was. My principal, my senior year principal takes me into her office to say goodbye to me, but also to be like, can I fail you? She literally said this to me, Sister Mary Beth. She said, can I fail you so you could stay? And I was like, thank you. Yeah. But I was a type of high school person that I was a floater. I was in different Yeah. Like, okay, that's what I imagine. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. in different groups. I was with the popular girls, I was with the nerds, I was with the the athletic people. Um all around. Just very I'm just like very jovial, like you know, happy person that I don't know, bouncy. Yes, yeah, yeah. What I was imagining is you could go either because I have a my uh I don't know if I should say this, but my cousin, um, Natasha, she's very, she's very pretty lady. And when she was in high school, she was like very ravishing. So to me, my cousin was always very sweet and protective, but she was like a little bit of a mean girl in high school. I think don't, if you, at that time, if you mess with the people that I love, then I can be mean. Mm. So for example, my best friend, Adi, she was having an issue with another girl. I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. Thank you. Wow. Shout out to the Academy of Mount St. Ursula in the Bronx. And then um, she had beef with a girl from St. Catherine's. So a bunch of us friends in the friend group were going to go. She was going to confront the girl, have a conversation. But just in case if a fight broke out, she needed her gals. So we... <clears throat> Took the bus to St. Catharines wearing sweatpants and t-shirts, sneakers, ready to fight if we needed to. No one fought. Every mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I also pulled this prank my senior year against another set of girls and then lied about it to the principal because the principal was like, oh, let me get the twins to tell me who pranked these girls. They'll tell me. And we lied to the principal. We're like, we're not, we're not rats. All right. We're not fucking rats. But this is what we did. We glued the lockers of the other, there was a set of mean girls and we fucked with them. We pranked them. Uh-huh. We glued their lockers, the locks on their lockers. So um, in the morning when they were trying to get their books, they couldn't open it. There was completely super glued and it was a whole big thing and nobody knew who, who did it. We got away with it. It was hilarious. Wow. How <laughs> My many- sister and I were the lookouts. We were the, we, we were just looking out to make sure if nobody, nobody came. While the other our other friends glued the lockers. Sounds like you had a lot of adventures in this. I did this have school. a lot of adventures. Yeah. What part of the Bronx was this? North Bronx. North so Bronx. right by Fordham University and Lehman College. Okay. Very close to, uh, in between Mount St. Michael's and Cardinal Hayes, kind of in the middle. I would say my all girls high school was. Those were the boys' schools. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, all boys' schools. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> have you been in New York all your life? Um, yeah, I went to college in Syracuse, New York, Lemoyne, and then after college, I lived home for a while, and then I lived three years in New Jersey with my college boyfriend. Okay. And then okay. moved back to New York. That, I mean, that's the thing we kind of have in common. I've, I'm a New Yorker. I'm born and raised here in Brooklyn. 
Um, but I left when I was 11 and I didn't come back until I was 23 or 24. Where'd you go? Uh, my parents, we moved to, me and my mom and my sisters, we moved to Southwest Florida and I went to, I finished middle school and went to high school there <gasps> in Southwest Florida. What was that like? Um, it was... Well, when I was living here, in, we lived like in East New York and in Queens. Mm -hmm. And this is the 90s, so there's still a lot of crack happening. And, you know, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. And I just remember watching a lot of television and being like, I should be in the TV. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> this is not, this is not my scene. Mm -hmm. And so when I moved to Florida, it was like more like that. It was more suburban more diverse racially because everyone I knew was black. You know, I mean, you, when you saw white people, it was like, oh shit. You know, I mean, it was when you went to Manhattan. Otherwise, everyone around you was like black or Latin or something out in Queens and East New York. Um, there was white people here and there, but <laughs> I think as Chris Rock says, those aren't the real white people, <laughs> like in, in Canarsie or something. That is so true. Um, so <laughs> um, Charles taking attendance. Um, Charles here. Oh, hey, Charles. Hey. It's Miss Allen. I know who you are. I'm in this class every day. Yeah, you're new here. You're the transplant. <laughs> well, I just, it's been a week and you've been here every week. So I remember your name. You're Miss Allen. Hi. Hi. Oh, sweetie, what's the matter? I feel like you're going to give me a lot of attention in front of everybody else in the class just because I'm new. I'm sorry. I am. Do, I do do that a lot. Um. Uh, I do point it out. I want the new person to feel comfortable. I feel less comfortable when you point out to everybody constantly that I'm new because that's what I'm trying to make everybody forget. I want it to oh. seem like I've been here. I've always been here. I've always been here, guys. Yeah, you, well, you are an old soul. You do have that old soul energy. Yes. I. Yeah. 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 Is this. You're taking such an interest in me. Is it to is it to embarrass me? No. Oh my god. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to embarrass you. Crumple up these papers. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Class, give me a second. We're gonna have some you know, me and Carl are gonna have some time together for a minute. My name is Charles. <laughs> it's Charles. You're right. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I for it's right here in my, Alan. <laughs> my I apologize. Um all yeah. right, everybody's left the classroom. Everybody's outside yeah, playing now. Yeah, they're giving us a moment. They're giving us a moment. All right, I'm going to... So now they're out to play. Hey, look at me. Hey, don't embarrass me again, okay? I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed. I'm precocious. You are. And actually, it's one of the things that I like about you um, that I find... I'm very impressed by is how honest you are with your feelings. You just flat out say what you think. That's all I got is my feelings. I don't have any friends because I keep moving around all these places. No. So I just got I just got my feelings. I got to get to know them really well. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're you are very precocious, very astute with your emotions. I do want you to get some friends other than you know me. <laughs> we, we're friends, right? Yes. Oh no! Are you just saying that because I'm I'm the adult? Well, I don't know. I don't know if I have a choice in the matter. I feel like if an adult wants to be your friend, you're pretty much locked in. You're locked in. Oh wait. Well, you have a choice. You how about this? You get to choose. If we're friends or not? Yeah. It feels like if I'm friends with you, it's not a, because if I, it feels like if I'm friends with the teacher, there's a lot of perks to being friends with the teacher. Like if I want, like a, 
a like a if I want to have a big gum eraser, I could ask for one. You can ask for one, and I'd be happy to give you one. You're locked in. I'm locked in. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Okay. I I don't know. I, I'm trying to make friends. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm sorry. You I should let you quit smoking. I know. I can't help it. Oh, is this thing? Should I should just I just put be, it out? Just because you blow out the window doesn't mean we can't smell it. We can smell it. Hey. You want one? Just kidding. What? Just kidding. Holy you moly. You should be making friends. I should let you go back out to play. I'm sorry. No, I'm very I, lonely, I feel lady. like now we're going to talk about like grown-up stuff. Sorry, this watch... is inappropriate. Now. It's getting to be inappropriate now because What's I... What's it like being a grown-up? It's hard. You really seem like you're going through something tough. I really am going through something. It's a lot. I'm sorry. Just give me a second. Because you are the most mature one in class, I shouldn't be doing I might just seem that way because of my precociousness, but I actually, I really, my emotional intelligence is probably level with everyone else in this room. I'm sorry. I do have a therapist. <laughs> that, I only hear about those on TV. What is the, what does the therapist do? Why do you need one? To help process your emotions. The truth is I'm, I'm new here too. And so I thought if I, if I can, um, I'm getting picked on by the other teachers. So if I if 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 my new student is also new, mm-hmm. like me, then we connect. Then maybe this would be a better time for me. I'm getting bullied by the uh, teachers with tenure. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna come in on the weekend. We're gonna go into the teachers' lounge and we're gonna loosen the legs in all the chairs except for one, and that's gonna <gasps> be your chair. That's brilliant. <gasps> Thank you. I bring a toolbox to school every day. Because I'm ready to loosen the legs on somebody's chairs that they pick on me. Because I can't fight physically. Are you sure you have to leave next year? I'm probably going to move before the end of the semester. Oh, can I fail you so you can stay? If you fail me, I'm just going to get held back on the next school I go to, lady. My dad's in the Navy. Oh, okay. I won't do that then. Sorry. Yeah, that's dumb. But just be friends with me on TikTok. Okay, I will like your videos and I'll comment, you know, say positive things. And um, I'm sorry that you're getting bullied. It sounds it sounds tough. And I know that even if we loosen all the legs and all the chairs in the teacher's lounge, first of all, somebody's going to realize it was done on purpose. And second of all, it's probably not going to make you feel better. It's not. It wouldn't be right. I'd have to sleep at thinking that anyway, it's just. You're right. It's hard. Um, that you broke somebody's coccyx because <laughs> they fell. <laughs> I miss being a kid laughing at words like coccyx. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny. I didn't want to mention it, but it's a funny word. Okay, see. <laughs> Beautiful. That was very nice. Um, what I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about the seventies. You do have this oh air my, I've body. never heard that before. Is it because I have a flipped bang? Or? You have a flipped bang. You're wearing wide leg pants, which I feel like <laughs> is your usual style. You're wearing like a sort of a cashmere sweater. You have a whole. Oh, it's cotton. It's cotton, but it's very, it's very uh, <laughs> lavish. You have, Thank you. you referenced uh, Liberace earlier. <laughs> 70s theme. Yeah. What, uh, what do you, I, I also, the 70s is a very interesting time to me. What, Talk, can, can you talk a little bit about that? What is it, what's what's that about for you? Can I talk about the 70s? Well, I was born in the 80s, but the 70s, my mom was a teenager in the 70s. Mm-hmm. She was in high school in the 70s. But yeah, I guess I watched a lot of 70s shows because that's what my mom kind of introduced me to. Hmm. The 70s. Gosh, 
color was different then, huh? A lot of browns and oranges. A lot of browns. Somebody was talking about that the other day on like a podcast or something. Oh, John Mulaney was. He was talking about how everything was in New York was brown. And, and beige. Yeah, a lot of browns. Yeah, it's browns. Really interesting. When I was a kid, I didn't appreciate it. Now I kind of like it more, but it's still a little bit weird. Yeah, the colors. You know, I'm into um, like there's a lot of taupe or like uh, terracotta beige vibes in my room. I'm into that. <laughs> Damn. You're so seven that you're Damn. all about I that I didn't even era. realize. <laughs> holy, holy snap. And then when 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 was, Mary, uh, not Mary Tyler Moore, Carol Burnett, when was that show on? She was in the 60s and 70s. 60s and 70s, yeah. Oh, my God. I was watching Mary Tyler Moore's documentary on Max recently. Oh, I didn't even know that there. Oh, yeah, I did there know is. that there is. Yeah, I, I didn't. It's, I'm almost done, not done with it, but. Yeah, Carol Burnett. I I want it so if I were if I you also asked me love Carol Burnett as yeah. a little girl, like I want like a career like Carol Burnett, like my own variety sketch show and do to do characters and things like that. Like, what do you? Oh, and I did want to talk about. Okay, so okay, okay. The, now I'm getting to kind of remember the last few things I want to talk about. What do you? How would you characterize what your comedy and acting career is now? And how mm. would you? And how do you feel about it? Oh, that's so, that's a good question. Okay, how do I feel about it? So I, um, my comedy style, very big into like characters with like a funny quirk. Maybe that's what all characters have a quirk. I don't know mm-hmm. how to describe it. Um, but what has it been so far? Like what, what have you done? What are you doing? Like, what 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 has been the theme of it so far? Characters for it? sure. Characters, characters that are boisterous, Im- that they embarrass themselves. Mm. For example, so a character I do is like an FBI agent who has a crush on the serial killer she's trying to profile. <laughs> um, and then I just did this character at the Renaissance Festival last summer at Sterling. I did this innkeeper. Agnes Toller, and she spread rumors. Mm-hmm. Like she had, everyone had like a tagline. And it was like, um, I'm Agnes Tola. I love to spread rumors. Uh, <laughs> or like, you know, Mistress know of Reverie. Yeah. And I would, anyway, so she was like very, she was like a prankster. She would just like tell rumors about these other characters and it would all spread around. But anyway, so what's another one? I did like this um, New Orleans tour guide afraid of the ghost tour that she was doing. <laughs> These are older. Oh, this new character. I've actually got a couple of new ones. I was at a restaurant with my friend, Zach Summerfield, and there was a guy who kept pouring. There's always someone at a restaurant who always like, refills the water glass, but he kept coming so often that I wanted to play a character that just does that all the time, but it's very just like, you know, very frantic, always pouring water, even when the water cup's full. Uh, and yeah, then yeah. to one table's like, <laughs> you're cut off. Yeah, not them. <laughs> Not you. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what to, I don't know. I, I kind of observe life and I find things that are funny and, and it inspires me to come up with these ideas. Are you, are you ambitious? Oh, I'm very ambitious. Ooh. I want a career in TV and film. Like this is why I'm taking this Meisner classes to brush up on my acting skills so I can book more work. It's so, see, that is the, th- I think I was talking to Chris Roberti about something like this recently and it's, it's so interesting that I I feel like you and I probably have like a sim like 
in a way, sort of similar kind of movement and trajectory in our career. But like, and there is probably like, oh, I'm doing this, but I want to do more and I want to do more. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely feel that you should do more. But also I feel like this person has accomplished. Like, that's how I feel about you. Like, you're, you you know, and so it's interesting how I know that I could feel about myself. Like, I want to do more. I could be doing more. But there's somebody there could be somebody observing me who's like, oh, I want I want to be like them. You know, that's so true. I think it's. Yeah, I think everyone's always trying to move a step ahead of everyone has goals every year that they're, they're trying to meet. And you're always better than where you were before because you're constantly growing and trying new things. So, for example, when I was studying improv for the first time, I was like, I want to get on. A, I'm studying improv. I love this art form. I want to make a house team, made a house team. I want to teach improv. I want to Mm. impart some of the lessons that I learned and also create a space where there's a lot more women and um, especially like Latin women. Like I'm Puerto Rican and I wanted people to see that, you know, improv in New York City is not just with male white teachers teaching. Mm. So I wanted to be a part of that and um, make it an easier space for people to learn. Although I might be a bit tough nowadays. Mm. But um, so, yeah, my trajectory was like, oh, I want to get on this team. I want to teach. Then I want to book this commercial. Then I get to do commercials. And now I want to do this play or this show. And now I think I kind of want to be seen at a larger level. Like I want to book something on television that people can see and say, Oh, I feel good watching the show because of this performer. Like I've always wanted to perform because I wanted to spread joy. Like how John Ritter made me feel when I used to watch him. Mm. He'd like run through a wall and people would laugh and feel good. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. You know? God bless him. John Ritter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. The, um, how <laughs> I wonder also, cause we're like, I came around the pit probably like a, maybe a year. Yeah, Before. also I just want to say you're like on one of the best improv North Coast Shout with your skill. Shout out to North Coast, which yeah. is like one of my favorite freaking improv teams in New York City. One of the best. Mm, yeah. So good what you do. Improvise, rap, stories. Well, you do a lot more. You do so much more nowadays, but I just love y'all. Yeah, well, th- I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I'm sending them a shout out and love. Hold on, let me read this real fast. Uh, uh, you listen to Radio Free Brooklyn Independent Listener Supported Radio. Thanks for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Your support keeps us going. Hey, please support with a monthly pledge and one time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org backslash donate. And if you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please download our Radio Free Brooklyn mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone, Google Play Store for Android. Okay. I, <laughs> I got yes. I got to do that. I'm supposed to do it like three times, but okay, I do it, sorry. Try to do it once. Um, uh, 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 oh, the other thing that is, I've never thought about this, but like, I feel like I remember seeing a UCB improv show in like 2007 or eight. And one of the bits was that there was a black guy on stage. That was the bit. That's so bad. That's, <laughs> That's how wrong. rare it was. That's right? so racist. And it was. But. I feel like we're kind of part of like, I don't know how it was at UCB, but at least at the pit, this like first wave of like me, you, I feel like there's names I'm going to forget, but like Oscar Montoya and Julia Morales and Lucas Hazlitt and uh, Langston and you know, th- this, oh, what's her name? There's a, another, I, I don't know if she's Puerto Rican or. Uh, Suni Reyes. Suni. You knew exactly what I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. Suni. And then there's another Chakotha and um, Michelle Thomas and Elk, like this 
big yeah. influx of like improvisers of color that that came through um that I don't know if there was another I think that opened the door for that but I don't think there was a lot of us previous prior to that it didn't feel that way but it felt good walking into the doors of the pit to see that mm. diversity felt really good yeah yeah I I I guess I took it for granted at the time because you don't, you know, you're just, a, you're going to jams and you're, you don't know what's going on. But like, yeah, it occurred to me that like, oh, they're probably, I don't think there was anybody before us, you know? I, I don't know. I, th- I, there probably were, but like, you know how it was like, oh, the one token, yeah, you know, person on the team. So. Yeah, that's so interesting. I guess during the time that we came in, that's where it was happening, which was really nice to walk into. But it's still, there was still like this, it still felt very white male. Yeah. Um, predominantly run driven, but yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't have enough. There's so many more that we have not mentioned. Um, yeah, so many people, but yeah, I just want to give. Oh my god, Monique Moses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of all of Astronomy Club, all those. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. Um, these are the great pioneers. Caroline Martin. Um. Oh yes, Caroline. Mm-hmm. Welcome oh to Biography Channel. <laughs> these are the great, the great pioneers of the out, the out west, the old outdoors out west. First, we have the great. Axe-wielding, tree-chopping champion, Veronica Steele. I wear splinters like a badge of honor. Check that. Write that down. Out in the, out in the woods, the wilds of Montana, Veronica Steele, her husband dying of typhoid and syphilis. He, he brought in all the money making the lumber, but not... But Mr. Steele could, couldn't hold a candle to Veronica Steele. Now, in order to hold the candle, you must put it in a candle holder, huh? You understand? His arms became brittle and weak, and all he could do was to continue on with Veronica's candle-making business as she went out into the fields of Montana. She fought a bear one day. I wore that bear. That bear did not wear me. It's, uh... Mighty fight between uh, that black bear and I. We looked each other in the eyes and I huffed and I puffed. And it would not stand down until I broke its neck. Then Veronica Steele made a step for womankind that has been unheard of. She divorced her husband and married that bear. I resuscitated the bear back to life after breaking its neck and fell in love with the bear. And I did leave my husband. Um, he was, uh, uh, he just couldn't bear it, you know? He just couldn't bear it. Veronica was also known for her incessant puns. <laughs> and my new husband, who is a bear, even though he's broke back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica and her husband, Chewy, who was also a bear, they lived for many decades in the woods of Montana. 
And if if you listen closely, you can still you can still hear them making love. <laughs> See, all right, good, beautiful. Um, what what's um, this is it. What's 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 a thing that everyone should know about uh, what what should people know about you, and what should people look out for? Oh my God, what should you know about me? Yeah. I teach improvisational comedy at the People's Improv Theater. I I'm also in the Baldwins, which I forgot to talk about how I went. Talk about progression from student from 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 audience member to student to uh, crown house jewel. team. Yeah. Like I if you the house if team, you told me that I would be on the Baldwins when I first started, I would not believe you. Mm. I would not believe you. And the Baldwins is an improv team that's just been around for so many years. One of the best teams Let's shout out some of the people who've passed through there. Your favorite teachers, Kevin Craig, Chris Grigg, Sarah Nowak, Amanda Peck, um, Patrick Shepard, Patrick Williams. Oh, my God. There's so many more people who are on that team. Ah, And yours truly. And what should people know about me? I perform. I'm an actor, a character performer. Um... And you can hear me on a couple of podcasts around. I'm on Sounds Funny Radio. Sounds oh my funny god, radio. Sounds yes. Funny Radio! James Shout out. Quesada was was here a few weeks ago. Yes, I love this podcast. It's so much fun. We take audience member suggestions and we incorporate that into our improv scenes, and we play a lot of improv games as well. Check it out. Wonderful. Sounds Funny Radio. You did it. <laughs> um, you mentioned you mentioned your mom a couple times. Oh yeah. On the podcast, Do you want to. Shout her out. Tell, tell me a little bit about Shout her. Shout out to Ramona, retired kindergarten teacher. Uh, uh, you from, seem, you. I must say, you do seem like the child of a kindergarten teacher. That is, that <laughs> is true. That, tell me about, tell me about Ramona. Oh my gosh, she used to bring us into her classroom sometimes because I went to, she taught public school for a while and then went into charter school in New Rochelle. But when she taught at um, public school in the city, my siblings and I went to Catholic school. So when, whenever we had like the Catholic, religious breaks we would go to school with her sometimes or go after school and just like help her with the class i've saw many a kindergarten classroom children um you know be taught by my mom they're so cute i just loved being in those rooms with those kids getting hugged by them and my mom like i don't know it was just a good experience to see how she taught like Ah, uh, good memories. Yeah, that's really that's really cool. She was a really good teacher. She had a student that would write to her till his adulthood, like as an wow. adult would just send her letters. That wow, that's yeah. that's really cool. Okay, um, tell people how to find you. We got a few seconds left. Oh my god, at Instagram, Christine Pinheiro <laughs> at Christine Pinheiro. Um, Google me. You can just Google me, I guess. I guess. <laughs> and also follow at Sounds Funny Radio. And uh, yeah, that's it. We've had Christine Pinheiro on Thank you, tonight. Ralph. She forgot my name two weeks ago. And uh, <laughs> this, this is a great I'm show. Sorry, who are you? Is yeah, this is uh, no suggestion. We love you, everybody. What is the what is the theme? What's the last words for tonight? Um, tell the truth. Yeah. Be honest. <laughs>